0: This is Triathlon Therapy with your host Danny McKenna, professional athlete and coach Tim Reed and
1: That's too much time. Look at Steve McKenna. Steve, what are you doing Steve? That's too much time. Advantage Reed.
2: An interest- <laughs> <laughs> this is how you our the first best to be grown, anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> Everyone, we have Noel Mulkey joining us today. He's from the US, and Ironman Oceana has uh, recruited him for the last two Ironmans in Australia because he's a great personality, a good person, and very good for the sport. Noel has, and I hate to give an intro with your. Th- Following because it's not who you are, but you do have one point five million TikTok followers. You also have seventy oh what seventy five thousand Instagram followers, and he is the biggest star at every Ironman in Australia at the moment. I will walk with him to uh, the expo or whatever, and um, you know, not not that I'm anyone to stop, but I get completely ignored, and Noel is just chased <laughs> after by absolutely everyone and um yeah and he so he should be because he's a he's hilarious on social media and um in person as well and he does a lot of ironmans eighteen's your pb on on the ironman um he he he'll tell us about his background and how he got into triathlon today but also just to give a brief uh overview of what he's just done is two ironmans in was it two or three weeks no two uh, uh uh
2: three weeks three weeks 20 which 21 days 21 days
0: which is crazy because you uh, traveled to Australia after Tulsa Ironman and then you did Cairns expecting a good time and luckily I <laughs> talked you out of expecta- expectations and um yeah it's amazing to do two in three weeks with a time zone change and the travel so well done
2: thank you Steve that was quite the intro I wanted to say though about the expo um I get I do get recognized a lot, but you're everywhere. You are the face of that entire expo. Every other booth is Steve's face. (laughs) Like every booth.
0: (laughs) Still not recognized (laughs) though.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I
2: guess every single one, which is kind of cool. So yeah, no, thank you. Um the last few weeks have been super tiring, and um I'm just happy to be on this podcast. (laughs) So
0: cool. Well, I don't know. Uh we're just gonna chat basically and do random questions from whoever's got a question right. cool. at any time because we feel like you're interesting enough that there's no structure required here um so Reedy, did you have questions you uh, wanted to
1: ask first and i'll chime in it's just i think it's just good to start from the beginning and how you i mean obviously there's quite a story there and how you mm-hmm. end up in endurance sports and doing triathlon you don't have to um yeah you don't have to go from too long on it but i think the people that don't know you would be really interested in your story. If you don't mind just giving a quick overview of how you got notes. involved.
2: The cliff notes version. I did. Yeah. Um, I was um, uh, well, so the long story short, I did a, um, uh, oh, yeah, cliff note version I did um, for one, I started running because I gained a lot of weight. I had gone through a period of pretty, pretty bad addiction in high school and that's kind of the catalyst to, um, I, I, yeah, so I went through a pretty, pretty bad addiction, but what happens was when you get, um, a substance abuse addiction, but what happens was one of the things is when you get, um, sober, um, you gain a lot of weight cause you replace food or drugs, your substance of choice with, um, with, uh, food and like, I wasn't doing anything. I had zero, I had zero aspirations when I, I was, um, and this is around, this was when I, so right now I'm 28 years old and this was when I was 20. Um, and I, uh, I, yeah, so I basically had no aspirations. I was just sitting there one day and like, I was sober, but just doing nothing. I I had no idea what to do. I was kind of in and out of college. I talked to Steve about our, our little education stints. He's, he's still in it. <laughs> he's still in one, um, <laughs> But so, yeah, so, and I kind of, but anyways, um, long story short. So one day i I went out for, I, I hated how I looked. I couldn't stand it. I was, I was pretty, uh, I was like, I was 198 in pounds. I don't know what that, I don't know what that is in kilos, uh, but I'm now 160 and race hopefully at 155, sort of around that. So, but anyways, um, besides pounds, um, I went out actually where I'm sitting right now. There's a block right here. I'm about to move, but this is where I was. Um, I went out for a run one day around the block, could barely make it around the block. I got back and this was like eight at night and I absolutely loved it. I just was obsessed. I, I had run a little bit. I was a swimmer one time, but I just, I had been so long. It'd been like eight years of basically no exercise. Um, and my parents have grown up in a, uh, endurance sports. They owned a bike shop. They, my dad was an ultra runner. He was like six at Pikes Peak Marathon. My mom qualified for Kona way back in the day, um, before it was basically it, it, I don't know the exact year, but way back in the day. Um, so anyways, they, I kind of, they had, kind of had knowledge of this, but this has all been completely, um, uh, shadowed by no one was in sport. I was just, um, by what we had gone through as a family because of me. But anyways, long story short, I went for a run, absolutely loved it. Um, and I pretty much that from that week went from nothing to running 60, 70 mile weeks, really, really slow, um, but just 60, 70 mile weeks. I would get up and just run. Um, and I went from in three months, I went from 198 to 139 pounds. Um, and um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, I got anemic. I had heart palpitations. I had no energy, but I was just obsessed with running. And so, and I, 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 was barely eating um because I just want to lose weight but then my dad said you know you're gonna get injured he's a runner you're gonna get he's also a doctor so he he said you're gonna get injured um you're, this is like not sustainable at all and um he went he took me he he worked uh with an exercise physiologist at where they were as his doctors and is this too long is anyone still <laughs> getting i can go faster
0: (laughs) it's all interesting so it is okay
2: i was like wait how long is okay um okay so then i went to um i went to this doctor and did a, a vo2 max test and i was still i was only like four months off of uh done smoking cigarettes um that lasted a little bit and i only smoked for like two years it was um but uh anyways that was like kind of the uh, and I scored pretty high on this VO two max test. I hope it was accurate. It's the last one I've taken. Um, uh, I got a 72. So my first one ever with no interval training, wow. I feel like that's pretty good. And they said it was a whole thing. It was, I was, I was somewhat in shape. It had been three months of just running and, um, I swam and did Pilates. Cause I liked this gym. I was going to, uh, but yeah, that was when I was really skinny. Um, and then anyway, so long story short, he kind of suggested doing, getting a bike. I jumped on his bike. I had swam one year in eighth grade, a long, in eighth grade here is like 14, I think, 13. Um, one year competitively was pretty good, but that, and so I started jumping back to the pool. Anyway, no, so he said, and so we, we said, sign up for, there's a triathlon down, like an hour and a half down the road in Guthrie, Oklahoma, this little triathlon. I'm in Oklahoma in the USA. If you don't know where that is, it's like mid, it's like landlocked right in the middle of the country kind of a never mind it's not i'm glad i'm moving it i
1: don't, I don't think I'm anyone really it. in
2: like seven days if anyone from oklahoma is listening i'm sorry um but because there will be but so. no
1: one's listening don't worry
0: oh, okay. did, you, did, did you have a mug the other day from a friend at you going away that said yes! um from tulsa yes <laughs> and yes you smashed, God, did it break it.
2: Like 30 <laughs> seconds later, I broke it. There's a video of me, but I, I had someone like, like three minutes later, I went out to buy a rainbow roll bowl, which I'm selling peanut butter, by the way, from them, have ah, peanut butter. You ever want to try some peanut butter? Um, anyways, <laughs> I broke it. It said I'm from Tulsa, bitch, or bitch, I'm from Tulsa. And um. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, that is a really good going away present. It was just so Tulsa's says like that's exactly what you would expect a mug to come out of here saying <laughs> just kind of <laughs> what is it, bogany? We're bogany. <laughs>
0: yeah, bogany. Yeah. What do you say? Red redneck, redneck. Is redneck. um you get, you, now Noel, um, I'll just you can get back to it, but you did you yes. get kicked out of this after party? Oh, that's fine. Because at, at Cairns you <laughs> you did get kicked out oh after my God. The, <laughs> do you remember the getting yeah, kicked out of the bar? So- I don't think you deserved it, but you did get kicked out.
2: <laughs> I don't think I deserved it either. I don't really know where it started. Just the, one of the waiters was super nice and said, you have to go. And I said, we have to go. And I was like, I, I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't it's remember. Because, I, I do it's remember. because it was it's your
0: just 20th order of shots. Your, your 20th time <laughs> <laughs> ordering shots. They were like, he, he's, he's fine, but. It can't be soon.
2: <laughs> it, maybe that's what it was, because and also I kept. I looked at my bill the next day and was like, "What were you doing? Why did you buy?" And what it was like one hundred fifty dollars U.S. dollars of just buying people drinks. <laughs> you Remember me yelling uh, at you,
0: telling you to stop buying everyone drinks. No,
2: I do remember that. I should have listened. <laughs> um, hey, no, I don't sorry. Listen, sorry to... I don't like...
1: One one question I have is, you know, obviously yes, coming from a substance addiction. And then yeah. the way, the way you fell into running and just like got completely addicted to that. Have Success. you, do you think that you're addicted to triathlon and have you seen any negative aspects to that? Or do you just feel like you have to have an addiction and this is just a healthier way to channel it?
2: I, that's actually a really good question. Cause I think they have this, there's actually a term in like the recovery program where it's like, it's like you, yeah. Switching addictions. Like you don't like, you're not. I guess I'm not like sober in terms of I I'm sober from I'm never going back to that lifestyle I'm never going back to what I was doing um but I definitely think I replaced it with finding a way and that's what triathlon's so so cool for because you can only be working on something with triathlon it swim bike run it's just a really cool way and like I said I was doing basically nothing I didn't have it I wasn't employed but I also wasn't like uh I just had that was it I I was yeah so I went for like the first three or four years um uh, yeah, you can, it's, it's swim, bike, run. It's just like a really cool way to spend your day. And I was just obsessed. I was like, I don't really care about anything else right now except exercising. I loved it. So yeah, I basically switched addictions. I will say since I kind of found a purpose a little more than triathlon since I'm not super fast, um, yet, I'm not super fast yet. I do think I have a little more in me. Um, but, um, I, with social media taking off, I now kind of have a lot more avenues because I think that's not super, I, I I like making content now. I like being social. And like, at first it was really heavy into that Tim, where I would like, I, I switched addictions. It was completely like all day long. Um, It's a little more, help. I, but I don't know if that's just being, I don't know if that's because I have a really addictive personality or it seems like a lot of triathletes are the exact same way. They just never so went through. I was going to <laughs> yeah. say,
1: I think it's, I think it's sort of inherent in the yeah. many personalities who do well in this sport. I know I have an addictive personality and you I have, have to, to channel be. it the right way. Uh, yeah, I know a lot to. of the people I coach are former drug addicts, you know, like it's, it's yeah. just part of the package, I think. <laughs> so. Yeah.
2: I think it's too hard to not be technically addicted to it. Like you have to, like, I mean, there's no way like Cam Wharf or something. I'm not sure if we're not at all. Isn't like addicted to exercise. They just, you know, so, but I think, yeah, or, or you, or, you know, anyone who does a sport. I mean, I don't know if it's, I definitely probably think with y'all two, having kids probably helped that a little bit. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. But I think, a, I think Steve, yeah.
1: Steve, what do you, like, if you haven't exercised, are you a bit of a hard person to be around? Like, would you say there's some yeah. addiction in you or like at the moment? <laughs> Yeah, I, if I
0: don't get so, – like, even on my rest week last week, it was really hard just to stop. Um, I, I promised myself halfway through Cairns' run that I would have a week off, but it was still tough. Got to the the end of the week, and I was like, you know, like, yeah, it's a family day and no exercise allowed today, and you're like, but I haven't exercised since Sunday, so I'm kind of like, kind of need to, like, and then you're watching what you eat, which is stupid because it's only one week. So, yeah, it's just, it is an addiction. But also, you've I'm made it a job that. now, Noel, the, the same as a pro, so that's that's pretty cool. Like, your social media presence has made, uh, is making you money now, so yeah. you're essentially a full-time athlete anyway.
2: Isn't that weird or not weird. It's just different. I don't know. That's just pretty different. Cause a lot of people who have social media uh, followings have turned into like the, their stuff. Yeah. I don't know. That's, I do think, I don't know if that pisses a lot of people. I, I feel like that kind of makes some people mad in the, I don't know if that, that's a whole different can of worms, but I've heard a lot of negative things about that. No, let's, un-
1: let's unpack that can of worms. I find okay. it really interesting.
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I thought, I actually thought you might, I actually thought you might cause you've kind of been in the, the old school, like, like new before social media influencers were taking pros, uh, sponsorships. I don't know if that's ever been brought up to you, but I've heard a lot of chatter in the back or people who, you know, get kind of mad at that. Uh, I've heard that it's like actually a few people, there's a lot triathlons kind of, you know, there's a lot of, I don't want to say, can drama, I say no, of-
0: you're, I know from like, we'll get into this, but you're not okay. underselling, you're not underselling us pros. You're, Your deals are the same as ours from what we've talked about. So that's the problem. Underselling the pros is where it becomes an issue, taking stuff for free and posting. But you're not doing that. So that's a good thing. If anything, you might push the price up for pros. So that's good. Um, But yeah, that's I think where the issue is. If you're more interested, pros could just be more interesting and they will get sponsors as well
1: but the fact that you're interested (laughs) I think I think Steve the um you can sort of go down two paths you can go the Max Newman approach or even the Craig Alexander approach for most of his career so I'm just going to focus entirely on training and um I'll get sponsorship out of winning world titles or whatever else or you could go sort of the my approach which was a bit of 50-50 um and I think over the years it's always the same the older pros always get disgruntled like when I started we we started with Twitter and I remember going around Boulder and all the old pros were like, oh, now all the sponsors care about is bloody Twitter and this and that. And I was like, if you don't adapt, you're going to start, it is, your job is to sell things and you can either sell things through getting results or you can sell things through being interesting on social media. It's just your job. And then it changed to Instagram and I got on board with that. People got on board with that. And then I remember it switched to YouTube. And I remember one day bitching to someone on the bike, like, yeah, all these young kids with bloody YouTube and this <laughs> and that. And then I was like, I've become exactly the old man that the other pros were. <laughs> and I was like, it's time for me to get out.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, no, I wanted your perspective on that. Because I've seen kind of that whole, because Twitter used to be huge in triathlon. And now it's it, it just used to be, this is really, it doesn't seem like that was that. Yeah, it used to be like 20, well, like 2013, 20. 13, 20 14, 20. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so yeah. And then I've heard some people and like, it, it, yeah. So I, that's actually a really good point to that. I'm not underselling. I always heard like in the background, like they are, a lot of people are like, wow, there's like, we're missing out on sponsorships because an age grouper will just take it for free and advertise the same amount with the same amount of following. And like, why would they pay for that? And I've heard both, both sides of like, yeah. So anyways, that's kind of, I don't know why we went off on that tangent, but that's kind of, so oh yeah. Just, so that's my, yeah, that's a, that was my, you're right. I've made it a career. And so I've had the, a fortune, the ability to kind of train like a pro and go off to camps and stuff and go off to, um, which is really, really cool. Um, um, really cool. I, you know, changed my life going to these camps Cause like, oh, I, I live for them now. I love going to them. Um, and so, and yeah, so that's, but it's interesting. Cause I'm still not fast, at fast. I'm not, Yeah, I like to be faster. That's totally a different subject, though. But, um, yeah, so.
0: 918, sub 10 is a huge goal for people. So I wouldn't, uh, you're fast, Noel. I was (laughs) going to say congratulations (laughs) on destroying Steve in the beer mile. (laughs)
2: Oh. <laughs> you know, that well, was not. He dnf'd So he you was me, like, did you, DNF? you did dnf yeah. right? Like I came to proof. watch,
0: and then they forced me to do it, and I was already I like, about, yeah, yeah. I was already I gonna vomit you. from how hungover I felt just from racing and three beers. And then I get there, and I'm just here to support Noel. I was there to watch. <laughs> and then Noel's like, "You're doing it," and I'm like, "No, no, no, no. I really, I'm not. I'm not." And then um three in I was like, Oh fuck this. <laughs> <I'm just laughs>
2: that's because <walking> <laughs> the reason I forced him is because in Bustleton he said he was coming, he didn't even make an appearance. He didn't even show up. So this yeah. time he at least showed up and started. <laughs> yeah. Next time you'll finish it.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: next time I'll stop being such a
1: pussy. <laughs> so Noel, how many races do you plan on doing in a year? Or do you have a set agreement with Iron Man? How does it all work?
2: There's never been a set, it, there's never been a set amount of races ever. It just always seems to like, there's no set contract with Iron Man. There's no, they just know kind of the, I feel like we kind of know over the years, they, I know their fo- social media team follows me and like, we know each other. And I feel like over the years, they kind of know the energy and like the media wave I kind of bring to a certain race. Um, Cause it's been, it's worked out really well. Um, some metrics. That I'm not allowed to share. Yes, I'm allowed to share them now. Um, yeah, sorry. There's a, there's a really cool, interesting story about this, and I love sharing. And I can't. I've shared it, so there's no point to. Yeah. So Ironman Tulsa. <laughs> this, is, this is kind of where it started, actually, with Ironman Tim. If you want to know. Um, uh, at Ironman Tulsa 2021, the one where Joe. Uh, it was um. It was um. Uh, the one North American Championship. Daniela Reef was there. Um, Patrick Lang was there. They, I actually both won it. It's a, it was a big, it was the first Ironman Tulsa where I live, my hometown. Um, and my TikTok following had just kind of started off with just got the ball rolling, but I had kind of built the entire following up to me doing this race. Like every day, like 19 days left, 18 days left. I showed Ironman village. I showed five hour bike rides and all these training and stuff. But, um, at the actual race, the people had, spammed the feed so much um the live feed i don't know 100 know if this is why they turned off comments because that kept because it was a facebook live feed and they asked for noel and there's a whole video of it uh, of, it was like a four and a half minute transition but i guess it was kind of interesting because ironman had never had that before where they were showing a really good caliber pro race sam long was there uh patrick Lang, Danielle reef they were showing it but it didn't seem like at this north american championships particular that uh, my following was just spamming it saying, show no, show no, where's no. They didn't have a clue who these pe- <laughs> these people were. They didn't have a clue. They were just like, so, no. And so they actually had to at the end at the at t two uh, from bike to run, they showed my transition. It's a viral video now, but it was because it's four and a half minutes, which is like, that's come on. <laughs> and it was like it was funny, it was like picking <laughs> multiple thoughts. It's like a funny video. Anyways, um, so we found out afterwards, you know the Ironman tracker app, um, the app, um the sports stat company said like, I was tracked 22,000 times that day on the app. And my mom was tracked like, uh, uh, like, uh, 15, 1500 times on on that day. And Daniela reef, the winner was only like 8,000 and Patrick Lang was like 7,000. And so it was just, it was just, they're like, Whoa. Um, that's, and I think that's kind of the catalyst where they're like, Oh, we should be working together. And I kind of feel like that too. I feel like I give them a lot of media exposure. So it's become really cool. The last two few races, like Tulsa, it's kind of my home. Yeah. So then like at Ironman cans this year, I'm not getting paid, um, but we just, I, I kind of show, yeah, that's, that's kind of how, so yeah, no, there's no set number of races. Um, They just keep kind of happening. Like I wasn't even going to take my knee slot. I could care less about, I, I've done knees twice the half there and I did not want to do a full there ever, ever and then i was just like i can't pass that up. i was like uh, okay and i just took it so it's more but it's like so that wasn't gonna happen um i i wasn't planning on really doing key either until last december and they just all kind of pop up but the last three years three years is averaged that was number eight so i guess that's like four a year and three oh my uh God. yeah it's averaged eight it has never turned and i i wasn't ever even gonna do one, it turned in, I was like really liking the half distance and Olympic distance, but now I really love the Ironman distance, and it's like, because now, this is number eight, so then Nice will be Nice will be nine, Western Australia will be ten, and then New Zealand in March will be you know what I'm talking about, so it just kind of always happens, I never had a set number, but I do think at some point if you really want to get faster in these, and you would probably know this, if you really like want to, like you can't like think at least for me you can't like think more than I knew I was doing cans in Tulsa and halfway through the marathon I was like I wasn't going to get the goal which I had which was to win the whole thing because it's a, it was an all-age group race and I wanted to um break the tape that was my dream since it's my last year in Tulsa and that's the last Tulsa it's my hometown I want that tape really bad it wasn't even close but um I kind of shut it down because I knew like it cans is coming up but i thought we found out well at the time if i ran a 307 all i had to do is run a 307 and i would have won so it's just like you have, i feel like you have to pick i feel like you have to pick if you really want to do good at these things the way i do it right now is a little too i think you have to pick one and that's the one like that's your race at least for me i don't know if that makes sense
1: yeah i think i think steve saw the same thing in that you have to put in good blocks of work for it, pick and stick. Mm-hmm. And I also really like that thought of not having a backup plan when you're doing an Ironman, because it's going to yeah. get so bloody hard halfway through. And you, you've you got an out then you've got an, you've got a way to give up. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's a good point yeah. to make.
2: And so that feel like that. And for my last few, I mean, especially this one, Tulsa, I just, yeah. So you can't, yes, you can not have an out. And I, I had an out. And then I had an out this time because I was like, oh well i'm beat i'm beat up i did one two weeks ago and it's just yeah mm-hmm. so so no there's no set time um so set races but my next race is going to be nice which i found out steve's not going to but that's probably a good call it seems like a lot of pros are really not going to this um just because mm. of or a lot of people who qualified doesn't seem like they're going to this um
0: i have a no. uh a hope that instead of swapping between Kona and Nice, they'll realize that the entries were down on Nice and they'll either figure out some way to stick with Kona or they'll swap with Saint George and Kona. That's my theory. I just
1: think, yeah I think and maybe even like every second year in Kona or just make Kona like Tour de France pump a million dollars into it for prize purse so that's always a big deal but then rotate the world champs like cycling it would be awesome. Um, because it is cool that it's yeah. in Nice.
0: What race will you come to next? Noel it, have um Ironman Oceana ask – would okay, if they asked you to come to Iron Ironman, would you come? Or have you already oh done yeah, it?
2: yeah, yeah, yeah! I want to come for sure, and um, I'll be in Nusa all of November with my new sponsors, and then um, yeah, Nusa all of November with. my Oh, you you'll do the race, the Nusa try? Yeah. Yes, I'm gonna do oh, yeah. it.
0: Cool.
2: is it just an That's, Olympic? Right. And there's like a whole weekend of it because I'm yeah, going to
0: they have like 8,000 entries. 10,000. Oh, eight,
2: wow.
0: eight, maybe eight.
2: Yeah, Something like so I'm going to do that uh, and train in NUSA, stay with Beth and Luke and then go over to Perth and make a whole like month and a half out of it um, and do Western Australia again. Because I think that course is really cool. I think I could do a lot better than I did. That's a really cool course. Um, and then I guess we already were kind of talking about Man New Zealand too. Um, that news had try. Oh, what was it at? Our night out. Does everyone know who Pete Murray is?
1: Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah.
2: He invited me to his wedding. I don't know if he even remembers that. <laughs> but week, like it's a week before I'm supposed to get there. I'm supposed to get there like October, the very end of October. Cause, uh, he's try to fifth. his wedding's like a week before. And I, he invited me and he put Caroline Stefan on the phone and, we talked, we FaceTimed, <laughs> I was like, I can't believe she's listening to this. Yeah, come along, uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> You're going go? yeah. you you so really nice to go? I think he was serious. He seems serious, so I would to go. It's a really nice part of the
1: world, too, where they're having the wedding, so yeah. Where is it? It's in Southwest Rocks, so um, yeah, it's, it's awesome. You'll love it there.
2: Like Sydney, or like, like I don't no, know. No, it's,
1: it's a few hours north of Sydney drive.
2: Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. I think Cairns north of Sydney only a few hours?
1: Uh, it's more than a few. So it's probably oh, okay. 20, 22, <laughs> 24 Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: I would love to go. I could almost yeah. fly into Sydney, go to the wedding and then go to Nusa. That's like a thing. That's like a,
1: you
0: could a do trip. that. Yeah,
2: Yeah. Anyways. So yeah. Ask him so- to
0: be the celebrant.
2: <laughs> What's a celebrant? I'd love to see that.
0: <laughs> you, you're, you're, I think it, you know, the person at the front that marries the people.
2: Mm. Oh, the, the pastor, not the pastor, the the chaplain. Yeah, I've but never that's heard of a
0: religious one.
2: <laughs> yeah, like a non-religious. Hey, no. yes.
1: Sorry, do um I sort of cut you off when you were mid-story, but I'm I saw on one of your social media posts that you'd been to jail. Are you able to talk about that? Or um I'm just curious totally. to how long and totally what, what sort of experience was it like? I mean, clearly totally. pretty life changing. I'm going open
2: the pretty much. Mm-hmm share everything nowadays I have like no filter uh with sharing stuff not not a filter I just have no I just feel like I share everything so yes I can talk about it I went to jail for it wasn't even it was like so the way it works in America is if you get if you go to jail on Friday you have to see a court you have to see a judge to get out you have to see a judge to get out But on a Friday and they don't work on the weekends. So it's like the worst day to go to jail because you're there Sunday and uh, Saturday and Sunday and you don't get out till Monday because normally you would see them the next day. It's just one night. So that sucked. So it was three nights total. And I went to jail. The charge. I have to preface this because I got a lot of the, the charge is domestic violence, but it's nothing to do with violence. It's not violent at all. I was just very inebriated running around my front yard. Um, uh, I was 17, yeah, 17, and um, the neighbors called the cops or something. Um, and I was very, I was very out of it, but I was very out, of, uh, barely remember most of it. But the long story short, the um, a, a cop came and kind of, and then I was, I sort of kind of came woke up a little because I was like, oh shit, I'm in a cop car, I'm going to jail for something. Um, but there was no, it was nothing to do with. I was just running around, shouting, making a scene. Um, and, um, I remember pulling up to the jail and the cops, like the cops, like, cause I was crying. I was 17. Never. It was not. Uh, and then um, he goes, you have to be tough. You have to be like, do you have to toughen up before you go in there? Cause we're like sitting outside and I was crying and um, he's like, you're toughen up before you go in there. And I said, I'm not tough, I'm not tough. You don't have to put me in there. <laughs> and, um, that was, uh, And then I spent three days there, so it was really not a big deal. But people have really loved that story. Um, So, (laughs) it it, it scared me
0: for that. Like that's not
2: crazy. No, it's um, it's, um, uh, public intoxication, screaming. my, My mom was out in the front yard, was screaming, and like I don't think it was more of the fact that if I was that intoxicated you can't go back to where you're sleeping. Like I couldn't go back to my parents' house that oh, night yeah. and stay there. So it's more like, oh, we have no option, put him in jail. And I mean, there's no way like, and it was definitely at the time, I wouldn't say that ever a minute then, but at the time it was probably a good idea. And now it's a really cool story, I guess. Not a cool story. Don't go to jail. <laughs> that's not a it. cool story. It was worth it. <laughs> Don't be do that, good. <laughs> but, so. Could have yeah, been like, the best thing cool. that had happened to you. <laughs> so. That's that's the longest short. And then I was on um I was on probation, which is not much. It was it, once you go to jail I mean, the, you have to be on probation for six months, which is where you take drug tests, but you also get court-ordered community service. And this is the first time I've ever experienced extreme heat. And I think about this a lot now because a lot of our sport is doing really well in heat, very hot conditions. And I'm from Oklahoma, and like it was like the hottest on record summer of the year, and we had um the time homework is like a hundred and it's like 106 degrees Fahrenheit, 107. And it was humid. And my community service was, you have to wear jeans and uh, because we're going to plant trees in this, like you have, it's called up with trees. And we plant trees on the side of the highway all day, like nine hours. And you get in the van and you, you drag water over there. Anyways, long story short, I'll never forget that because of how hot it was. And I was so out of shape and it's cool to think back. Like that was, it was like, a, it was like, it was like, four it was like it was like two months whatever what's what six months six months um it was like three months total of um this community service nine hours a day planting trees um in like 163 weather and they made us wear jeans because of like snake and stuff long story short uh i, I think of that a lot uh it kind of at all kind of worked out i think of that a lot because that was very hot and like now it's now it's like doesn't seem like yeah so <laughs> i don't know if that makes sense <laughs>
0: No, do you want to talk to us about your um, podcast that you started? I think you started it earlier this year, right? Called Try New Things. I
2: did. I did try new things. Well, I got approached by my uh, 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 follower. His name is Charlie. And he said, you know, I have the capability of doing a podcast. I have like the way of like editing it. And like he told me to get this microphone. And um, um and I said, wow that's really cool i've been wanting to kind of be in the podcast game everyone's doing it i love talking i can talk to a wall um and i just wanted to talk all day or i can talk and um but i can't do it the part this part where you like edit and figure out how to (laughs) how to do all this he can do that so and uh we started it and uh, like that's awesome and so it's just the two of us um charlie's really charlie's like we've never he's very new he's uh, i hope he listens to this actually he's 20 he's super eager he's just now getting a triathlon and it's really cool because i like remember that eagerness of like just he's never he's just it's just really cool because i do know now i kind of see like 20 years old is like a big gap between 28 i feel like you do a lot of growing charlie's awesome he's very mature but it's like so it's kind of a cool dynamic um I feel like because I I kind of bring experience, but it's also not. It wasn't supposed to be just about triathlon. It's supposed to be about other stuff, TikTok, and like social media. And it is. We haven't really found our footing yet. It's kind of like this. It's like the exact same thing as this. Yeah. <laughs> really we we also
0: have no idea how to upload a podcast. Danny, Danny does yeah. everything.
1: <laughs> Charlie was
2: like amazing. He just like did it, and I was like, this is Brad, and we we haven't done a few, but we don't really have a structure. I just kind of talk and. But there, there's a lot of we're on episode 10. And I'd actually love if you guys want it to be on it also.
1: Oh yeah, it's gonna be basically I'd, the same I'd be thing.
2: I <laughs> would basically actually, I would love it. We've got, we've never had a single guest. I would love to have both of you on it. Danny, if you want to be on it too, um, anyone <laughs> can be on it. We've had no guests, but I would love to instead of me talking about myself, y'all talk about yourself. So if you ever want, stay tuned, listeners for Steve and Tim and Danny. To be on a Try New Things podcast.
1: Okay. <laughs> so. Um,
0: Danny. Danny's real name is Danielle, by the way.
2: <laughs> do I say Do I say Danny or Danielle?
0: No, nah, our last yeah. guest accidentally called him Danielle.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like Daniel, not like. Dan. Dan- yeah, Danielle.
0: Daniel. Daniel. She. She, could, she Daniel. was. She uh, was Radka. Radka from the race. She was our last guest. Um and oh I'm my god, happy. I
2: think I listened to her. I think I actually listened to that episode. Do
0: we have any interesting questions for Noel? Like uh hobbies outside the sport is is, is oh, one yeah. that I had.
2: Yes. What, what do you do? I, oh, hobbies. Oof. Um besides I just besides eating like, peanut butter. Eating, peeing, or making—yeah, I—I <laughs> am. I, um, besides eating, um, what do I? Do? <laughs> I eat a lot. Um, I just make. It seems like every time I'm not training or sleeping, I'm just editing or kind of just scrolling. I don't really do much. Um, I love these travel. I love traveling. Like when I was somewhere, every I try to always like I went to the uh, Great Barrier Reef again. I will try to do something because um, it's i, I love travel but you know i just it's always seems to every trip nowadays seems to involve a bike and like you <laughs> it's always triathlon related so that's kind of a hobby but it's sort of triathlon related traveling and i have three dogs i have three dogs i love my dogs three of them one's really really old i don't know how much longer he's gonna make it but um we have two
0: where, where are you moving with all three dogs to vermont is it
2: Yes, to Vermont, which if for people outside, I'm moving my whole life to um, from Tulsa, Oklahoma to it's like above, like right below Canada. So it's like, a, it's like a 24-hour drive. Um, um, so it's very far away away. It's like a completely different state. It's like a completely different country up there. It's just not the same at all. But all three dogs are coming. This is so bad. I can't say this. But we we were thinking Ziggy wasn't gonna make the trip because <laughs> he's just <laughs> Yeah, he's just he's he's 16, so he's he's coughs all the time. We love him, and he's coming with us because he's made it. But we didn't know if it was gonna be three or two. <laughs> so it looked like it's gonna be three. <laughs> so training's kind of tra- training's kind of gonna be a little spotty the next few. That's not true. It's we're leaving July 7th, so and then ho- hopefully I'm not doing anything till Nice. So.
1: I'm really curious. I'm a bit uh, interested in social media and the influencer side of it, because um, obviously as my career progressed, I basically became, you sort of have to become somewhat of an influencer, the same way Steve's sort of playing that role now. And I, I didn't realize it, but I was had become sort of slightly addicted to social media. I was spending way too much time on it. I cared about what people thought about the post. And I remember when I sort of stepped away from racing to try and to try and get my heart healthy and a few other things. I remember just being what's that? Oh no, I'll talk about that's that's another thing. But the the other um, I remember just being really relieved that I didn't have to do social media anymore. Like it was really nice to get away from it. Do you do you feel like you could get addicted to social media are you addicted to it is it another addiction and um does it ever like get you down or is it normally pretty uplifting
2: so wow that's a really good question yes 100 addicted to it can't I, I seem like my phone is an extension of my hand now which sucks but like i just i'm on my phone all the time so super addicted to it but yes it does get me down if i've worked very hard on something like i spent like wow that was a long time to like make this video and I know that's part of the job but like if it doesn't do very well that's definitely very which I don't think is which is like a whole other aspect of like that I didn't think about that that really bugs me especially if I see someone who's doing better at it kind of like in racing actually if I feel like I feel like I know you're never supposed to compare yourself comparison is a thief of joy but it's really hard not to on social media
1: so that's <laughs> definitely
2: negative but I will say Tim how old are you? I don't know how old you? 38. Okay. Oh, okay. I thought you were a little bit older. So okay. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were 40. I thought you were 40. Um, okay. So the way, so what the thing with Instagram though, with me though, and my, I'm 28. So 10 years younger, like I was in, I remember when Instagram was invented in high school. Um, I remember making it in the computer lab. My friend Lindsay's like, let's make Instagram. It was like literally the day after it was invented. So I kind of the first, like the, when social media and Facebook really took off, like I remembered Instagram was like instead of trying to like I never pictured it when I first started Instagram as like getting people to look at it. It was more like a doc, like a, a journal for me. Like I love just making like like it was like a journal, like I uh, photos of like my life. And I still kind of picture this stuff that way. I've never kind of ingrained that it's, it's never kind of so. I guess I now I take a ton of I took a, I've always like taken videos and content anyways, but now there's just like a place to share it. So I kind of. Yeah, does that make sense? Like, I feel like the way you were brought on to Instagram, you probably had it, but then you're like, oh, this is 100% how you need to make money, I think. Like, you you were already in business mode with this, with the app. Am I right?
1: Um, yeah, it definitely changed as we went to... I, I even think, frankly, Instagram's dying a slow death in terms of um, people pushing brands and products because it just, once people get oversold to um it's just not appealing anymore and uh i think tiktok's the future if you look at the stats and and youtube still has a lot to go but yeah instagram's going down the toilet and like you said that is the comparison is the thief of joy and instagram is literally just comparing yourself to other people's highlight reel and it's pretty depressing no one walks away from looking at instagram feeling good about their life
2: yes mm-hmm. yes you like well yes exactly so yeah I still even if this is my job I 100% get that 100%, you're like Ugh, I could have yeah so yeah. and I do think you're 100% right and spot on you're definitely I, I think it is kind of on its way out I think it's just they've turned it into it's like it's a mess shopping reels yeah I loved it I loved Instagram when it was like that was their thing a photo sharing app really cool creative photos and it's just, it's trying to, so I do think it's kind of on their way out, like, half the people, it's interesting, because, so I got, I have 1.5 million on TikTok, and only the ratio, not, like, it seems like, it, but half the people on TikTok who have followed me don't have Instagram, they just never, they never even, like, like, bothered with the app, and it's just, like, so, and I, th- I do think YouTube's still very, very, I think every influencer creator at some point should, needs to have a follower a, a big following on youtube which just kind of how it's like you yeah so but I yeah think, um, no, no, no.
0: Face, facebook was overtaken by the boomer generation and people were like all right let's leave and now they're creeping in with their selfies to instagram and and everyone's slowly saying this is pretty uncool now <laughs> yeah, as soon
1: as my mom started sending me um instagram clips i was like oh man, out this is too
0: much so <laughs> <laughs>
2: I actually have a question for you guys. Um, it, I don't know if, like, so I guess the, the pro, the very top end pros, oh, let's go with Max Newman. Can we talk about him for a second? Who, who make, like, one post every, like, who make, like, one post every three months. You know? I don't know if that, like, but, like, I guess for him in the new world of triathlon, or the new era of triathlon, like, he really is one of the few who can still get away with it because his profile at races, he's so good, right? Or... I'm sure his brands are asking for posts. I don't know. Does that make sense? My question, like. Yeah,
1: I actually think that he's just targeting in on prize money and being like, you know what? Okay. <laughs> I
2: don't
1: care. I don't care about the sponsor dollars. There's enough money on the table to just focus okay. on that. It's not something he enjoys doing, so he's probably like, I'll just take the prize money and and okay. everyone else can That's worry about doing videos time. each day. I think <laughs> so. To
2: be-
0: to be- it, it I respect it, but he's cutting himself out of a lot of profit where he could set himself up to retire at some point with a big bank account and not worry about other things in life so it's i think it's worth doing a bit of it at least because uh but then again it's getting more and more personal when he's a private guy so it's hard yeah. f- especially for him because like, i'm not a very private person neither are you know reedy's not he's really he shows most of his life danny um he's pretty private <laughs> 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 but um but, but it's hard because, it's as you say, it's going to TikTok and YouTube, and that's even more personal. That's like um, standing in front of a screen and opening yourself up to um, – uh, you have to be really keen to not be judged at all because uh, yeah. they, people s- can see it straight away if you're nervous about putting yourself in front of a screen and chatting. Like, you know that classic, hey, everyone, it's me. I'm a wanker, that, that kind of intro. <laughs> yeah, <you>
2: know, <laughs> so, yeah, it's so moving to like – these short form videos are making people so authentic, and I feel yeah. like a lot of uh, I, I've always noticed it from the I feel like I've always noticed it from the age group perspective of like looking at the the top top pros of triathlon, and they're like not super. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not all of them. They're just not like they're authentic, but they're like they just they don't come across on social media. It just doesn't seem like they come across as they're just robots. Which is like I feel yeah. like that's. Yeah. Anyways, there. But but not to bet, not to. But yeah. So I feel like the way you're right. Like the way um, I guess Max does it is. Um, and that's a whole other aspect But pro racing, you actually can survive if you're really in the top end of um, with prize money again. Yeah, yeah. And
1: I think I think it's easy if Max if is not comfortable doing that or it's not really if it takes away from his training or adds stress to his right. life, then potentially he doesn't make the same amount of prize money. But I like what you said about some pros just don't come across as authentic and I remember Steve sort of early on you were sort of struggling to gain a following Steve and you were like I think you know I don't know if Apo got told the same thing oh you got to create a brand and all this shit and I was like Steve just be yourself you're weird you're a little bit you're funny um and if you stick with it and win races people people (laughs) love people people will love that it's authentic and, and slightly different and I think that started to show you know like it's People are really drawn to you, one, because you're relatable and very normal, almost average, I would say. (laughs) And and you just, yeah, you are are who you are on social media.
2: (laughs) He is right. You've, like, come across as, like, Stevie, I totally back that. Like, you've come across as really authentic. So you actually would be really good on, like, anyways,
0: yeah. I know. You tried (laughs) to get me to do TikTok, but it's hard. I'll, I'll, yeah, I've got a TikTok account. And it's got like 100 followers and it's all videos of Winnie. And oh, there's actually one good video that actually got a few views and that was I pulled up at the lights and some guy was getting a head job from some <laughs> girl. <laughs> I, started, I started filming and they quickly stopped and he looked over at me, <laughs> real angry.
2: That's yeah, well. on I your TikTok? Filming.
0: That's on my TikTok, <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's weird because there's that, and then it's just heaps of videos of Winnie's, which is just, it's a bad <laughs> combo. <laughs>
1: you need to specialize in that last video, just a full account <laughs> no, hunting like down people. people. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, so yeah, no, he's right though, you really are. I think that's really helped with because, yeah, a lot of them are, yeah, I guess inauthentic, but I just know they like, uh, yeah, so that's kind it's of how scripted.
0: it's scripted
2: scripted really like oh here's a perfect example my old coach I was coached by Matt Hansen for four years um you know who Matt Hansen is um mm. he he um he's my first coach in triathlon and he um his social media he's told talk, we talked about this he knows what I say he's just so boring and like he knows, he knows. <laughs> like, you know it's just boring, but, like when you talk to him in person he's so different he's, inter- he's interesting he, he can, he's like you just it's so night and day if you've ever talked to him in person and like went out with him or something he's or like went on rides with him or something um or went to a he's like really funny and cool but on his social media it's just i don't understand the trends. the mm. yeah so we talked about this i mean i won't be if he ever listened to this which i'm sure he i don't know if he will um last,
1: but, time, I, last uh, time i bought matt a beer after a race He's like, oh, this is my first beer in six months. And it was at that point that I realized he's gonna get really good. <laughs> and I'm I'm not yeah. I'm on the way out.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. It was before he was like really, really yeah, yeah. yeah. That's funny. Because he, yeah, he doesn't he likes cider. He's a cider guy. <laughs> so.
0: Hey Noel, um, we asked Tim Van Burkle this. Um and I wouldn't mind asking you. It's completely unrelated to everything that we've talked about. But if you – this is a would you rather. Um, would you rather eat dry penne pasta for the rest of your life and eat nothing else? There's not no choice on any other food for the rest of your life. Or you can eat whatever you want and life is normal, but your fingers are very cooked, like overcooked penne.
2: Wait, <laughs> right, my fingers are <laughs> – my fingers are pasta yeah overcooked
0: you can eat them but you don't you don't have to but they grow back bad luck like you're always gonna have sloppy penne fingers.
2: overcooked overcooked pasta is the 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 slimy ones
0: yeah like uh you've overcooked it so so you can't really pick things up it's really tough to do anything
2: (laughs) that one (laughs) i will do that one 100 percent. yeah the food can you put sauce on the pasta that you eat it's just uh, nope. no you nope. just dry penne yeah the the fingers i would i would do that <laughs> i'd figure something out <laughs> that'd be horrible because then i would rather i would use yeah so i would do the fingers that was interesting who thought of that one
1: <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> our family's been asking people that question for like 20 years now so
2: <laughs> I don't love them. What
0: would you do? Yeah, I'd I'd have to do the same as you. You'd have to give up triathlon, uh, or you'd just be slower at triathlon. But it'd be worth it. Yeah, (laughs) it'd be a prison sentence eating penne for the rest of your life. That's dry, isn't? Wouldn't it? I couldn't. And penne is the
2: little, the little like cylinders with Mm. the
0: pointed ends.
2: Yeah. Mm. So that would be my choice. Yeah, but (laughs) you, you still have your palms, right?
0: You do yeah, have your palms. palms, yeah. It's just yeah. the
2: fingertips yeah. that turn into it. You can yeah. do a lot with that. You can like <laughs> tie them into a knot or something and make them thicker.
0: <laughs> everyone picks. Everyone picks that. So i might have to change it to it's overcooked, but that's all you can eat. Um, you can dip it in things. So maybe we'll uh, next time. I'm gonna change it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that would be. I feel like after day three, that would be hard. How <laughs> like, many dips? How many
0: dips could you go through?
2: <laughs> I like it would be like like marinara alfredo pesto well, that's it maybe Thomas. some parmesan yeah <laughs> so um yeah that's a good one that's a new one i've
0: never been asked that yeah thanks heaps um let us know what races you're going to do because uh we'd love to promote it and and um have you on again okay. or yeah you'll get I your sub nine at busso team.
2: okay i want you all on mine though okay
1: yeah deal done and I'll Thank see you at Pete's uh-huh. wedding. Yeah, I want to go to
2: that. See you at Pete's wedding. Reedy,
1: really? <laughs> he's
0: dangerous. He will force you to do tequila shots or anything. <laughs> I, I, I refuse to do tequila, so I was doing um, – You the... did one. Did I?
2: Okay.
0: Oh, probably, yes. maybe. But I did – I was doing those uh, easy ones, the cinnamon-tasting ones. What are they called again? Uh, Fireball. Oh,
2: oh I had right. do Fireball. Ball. Yeah. Oh, okay. But you danced. I'd rather
0: you dance than take shots. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's true. TikTok dancing is something that I'll, um, I'll... You'll have to get me to do another one at Busso. You will. You'll
2: do another one. Oh, are you for sure racing that? Not for uh, sure. I, I think,
0: think so. There. I don't know. But, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool, guys. Thanks for having me
2: on. Well,
1: thanks, Noel. It's awesome. Thanks, thanks man. man. See you, Noel. See ya. Thanks again.